This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. The team you trust, the Cougars, are now 1-2 and two in Big 12 Conference play. BYU beats UCF 63-58. to Let's get to what I liked and didn't like about this game. What I liked, Allen Hall forced the action late in the game. It led to Diallo fouling out of the game. Too bad Hall only made one of two free throws, but he made the right decision driving to the basket late in the game to get the big guy out, and it led to BYU eventually getting the victory. Uh, I'm going to jokingly say BYU's free throw defense. Uh, BYU has to feel fortunate the Knights were horrible at the free throw line. BYU lost the lead early in the second half, and yet the Cougars remained poised and eventually took a double-digit lead in this game. I like Spencer Johnson's low-post game. Also, Johnson and Richie Saunders playing hard after getting their shots blocked. Both guys could have ended up uh, you know, scratching their heads and saying, what do I do now? But they ended up scoring even though they got uh, a block shot. And then also... Uh, Richie Saunders driving to the basket. He's unafraid. He almost looks like he's out of control, but the Cougars need some guys who are unafraid and maybe a little wild. It could lead to free throws in the end. BYU needs more free throws, and BYU surviving a physical game in this one. Hey, we're going to take a break here on uh, Cougar Halftime Live. Fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at papajohns.com. That's on Monday. Receive 50% off pizza. The offer is good at any Utah location Monday only. Coming up next, we'll have an interview from back in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be Richie Saunders with Greg and Mark. Your final score tonight, BYU survives against UCF 63-58. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This game live presented by Big O Tires. BYU outlasts UCF 63-58 to and picks up their first victory in Big 12 play. Next game is against Iowa State Tuesday night at home. Sitting courtside with Greg and Mark is Richie Saunders, so let's send it back down to Orlando, guys. Cleon, thank you. Back to you in just a few moments. Greg and Mark with Richie Saunders, part of BYU's 63-58 win over UCF. Richie, congratulations to you and the guys. Big W today. I was massive. Thank you. It feels good, you know. <laughs> you go you go through the first two games of Big, Le- uh, of Big 12 play, a home loss to Cincy and then a loss at Baylor, but it felt like from game one to game two you made strides. And then, you know, coming into a building in which they just beat number three Kansas here midweek, another game where progress is made and strides are made. But you want to see the end result. You finally got that. How, maybe not so much of a relief, but how rewarding is it to come out of here with a W? No, it really does feel so good. Um, we know every game is going to be nitty-gritty, um, just a fight, a battle. And, you know, it really just feels good to be able to um, just come together and come out with it, you know, because in the other two games, like, they were just painful. We were so close. But we're, we're learning, and um, right now we just took a big step forward and um, on to the next, you know. Yeah, Richie, congratulations, man. That, that's a big win, and you got I could tell you guys, I mean, you want every game, but I could tell you just really reaching forward. Was there any talk? Given what had happened in the first two games, you had a lead, you lost them late, about 
just finding I know you guys play hard especially you but maybe just finding a little bit more to, to get the job done tonight yeah you know um, it all comes down and I've said it on here before but being us um, and we just have to be us better especially right at the end and you know like um, it is all a learning process and learning how to finish the game is so key um, and you know like today I feel like we finally just we got over the hump um, and we learned and, and not every free throw dropped down the stretch no. for you. But that wasn't an excuse to lose the game. There was still a way to find the win, right? Yeah, you know, we had people that played really good defense um, that got two huge stops down the stretch. This is a, an interesting defensive team in UCF. I say interesting. The length in and of itself is a huge factor, isn't it? They're huge. <laughs> they were going into the game, like, we would just make jokes about it, how, like, literally, like, they are huge. Um, and... Like, they're clearly so physical um, and use their size and their, um, you know, their their physicality really well. And they're swarming. They're all they're, yep. all, they're on every ball. Yep. Well, you, I, I will mention, though, even though that they're a block, BYU had five blocks. So put some respect on BYU's <laughs> Yeah, the block, the block shot number was tied tonight <laughs> at five. I don't know if Richie got any, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Richie, tell us a little bit about uh, Ali Khalifa. I mean, he had a great game tonight. Uh, he's playing a lot of minutes for you. Uh, you. You've been introduced to him as, you know, this year as a teammate and coming in here, and he seems to be getting better and better. What are your thoughts on Ali? No, I love him. Um, it's It just brings such a cool dynamic that I've never really played with, um, with the five being able to shoot um, as well as he does and pass how he does. Um, and, you know, like, Foos is he's, he's going to get back there, you know. Like, and I know he's he's frustrated. Um he was frustrated a little bit at halftime, and when just, you know, he's he's an incredible basketball player. Um, hit a big shot. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And so um, having them both um, at their top is going to be so so amazing, right when we need it. Speaking of block shots, Ali did have two of BYU's five block shots tonight. Ali seventeen and four, seventeen points. That's eight more than he scored in any BYU game so far. But the, the offensive part of his game is there. You see yeah, it, right? hundred percent. We see it every day. You know, it's that, that makes me. I didn't actually know that. That's awesome. Richie ended up with eight points to go along with uh, with four rebounds. BYU shot 40% from the field, 35 from three. Didn't quite get as many threes up as you might normally want, but on this day, 26 uh, was enough. Nine for 26 was the number. And you just kind of find already, don't you, that in Big 12 play, everything you used to do, maybe in non-conference, becomes just a little bit harder to do. Oh, 1,000%. Everybody can see that, you know. And, um, like, again, we're learning and we're excited to, to put up to the challenge every game because you saw what happened in basketball in our conference across the board this this week. Um, and we know that's what's, what's happening every single day. Yeah, when you saw Kansas fall here on Wednesday night, what immediately started triggering in your brain about the weekend? Nobody's safe, you know. <laughs> um, just because somebody comes out and beats the number three team in the country, um, they're beatable, you know. And it goes down the line on the second in the nation, the third in the nation, um, everybody, you know. So... Every game, you got to show up. <laughs> Richie, you've, you now played three games in conference. You've been on the road for a couple. You see the environment. You see how tough it's going to be. Uh, wh- what do you think you've learned so far, and what does this team need to do to you know keep this? You know, they got a big win tonight, but then you got a, a brutal week next week. I mean, what does this team need to do to, to keep winning games in this conference? Um, we got to do what we do. Um, we shoot and we rebound but, um, every time, and this game was a big challenge on that, right? Um, they were huge, and 
Um, so we got to learn from that. We came out in the second half as that was our big talk at halftime. Um, and that's going to be vital moving forward. We're going to have to um, win on the glass. Um, and, you know, we're going to have to shoot our shots confidently. Um, and, you know, like it's, it's – I'm super excited and I'm stoked that we can – have this challenge moving forward because again I've said it 15 times out here but um, every time is gonna every game we play is gonna be is gonna be difficult on the on that note you just kind of hit it but you had halftime leads in those first two games yep. and you had a halftime lead here again was that again a thought like let let's not let this thing slip this time yeah coach said if we win the board the boards we're gonna win the game so that was what we we had to we had to fix and um, Noah did a really good job, and Ali, and you know everybody down the line did a, did a great job in the second half adjusting. Not sure if fun's the right word, but is there an element of fun knowing that every game is a war? No, it's it's. <laughs> I've never played anything like this. I'm excited. So you do like it? Yep. Yeah. Well, Richie, uh, well done to you and the guys. Uh, Big 12 win number one. Uh, more to come, but getting that first one is just so important because nothing ever gets easier in this league, right? You know what's coming, and but it's more the same, right? Yeah, more the same. Richie, thank you. Well done. Thank you. Thanks, All Richie. right, that's Richie Saunders. As we end our segment, we'll award tonight's Waystar Star of the Game, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. We're going to go with Ali Khalifa. BYU career high, 17 points on 6 of 12 from the field, made three threes on three of eight, made two of his three free throws, four rebounds, and an assist, a couple of block shots in 26 minutes of play. Ali was grinding and wasn't everyone out there today. 63-58, BYU over UCF is our final. We'll come back with more of Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live with your host, Cleon Wall, after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU picks up their first conference win. They beat UCF tonight 63-58. to The BYU women's basketball team, they're also looking for their first conference win. They are playing right now against Cincinnati at home and they lead at home over Cincinnati. Uh, they lead at home over Cincinnati. I'm trying to look up the score. And you know what? I had the score right here for me, and I actually clicked out of it. But they're leading at the half over uh, Cincinnati. BYU 0-4 right now on the season in Big 12 conference play. Men's college basketball going on right now. Uh, 11th-ranked Duke uh, losing at home at Cameron Indoor Stadium to Georgia Tech 69 66 there is 6.52 left to go in the game, excuse me. Uh, first half, Houston, second-ranked team of the nation playing at TCU right now. The Cougars lead 23-17. to Eighth-ranked Arizona playing at Washington State. Washington State has a 34-28 lead. 16th-ranked Auburn is hosting LSU right now, and the Auburn Tigers have a 44-30 to lead with 157 left to go in the first half. 25th-ranked Texas playing at West Virginia. Right now, the Mountaineers have a 30-28 to lead, 33 seconds left to go in the first half of that game. Remember in pregame how I said, I thought the BYU had a chance to win at West Virginia? It's going to be like UCF. It's just going to be tough wherever BYU plays this year. Uh, games that have gone final in the top 25, fifth-ranked Tennessee playing at Georgia. They come out with the victory. Volunteers win 85-79. to Seventh-ranked North Carolina hammers Syracuse at home 103-69. to 
to 67. 15th ranked Wisconsin hosting Northwestern, and the Badgers win 71 to 63. 22nd ranked Creighton hosting St. John's. They get some late free throws and beat St. John's 66 to 65 at home. Ninth ranked Oklahoma goes to Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas coming off a loss at UCF. But the Jayhawks win this one 78-66. Sixth-ranked Kentucky goes down at Texas A&M 97-92 in overtime. San Diego State, ranked 19th in the nation, goes to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they leave Albuquerque with a loss. The Lobos win 88-70. Number one-ranked Purdue They beat Penn State today, 95-78. They were the other top-ranked team this past week that got beaten. 20th-ranked Utah State, what a win for them. They were down by four with, let's say, 10 seconds left. They make a three-pointer with eight seconds left, and someone on Utah State's team gets fouled while they make the three-pointer. They make the two free throws, and the Aggies... Leave Las Vegas 87-86 to with a victory there now 16-1 and on the season, 4-0 and in Mountain West play. 21st-ranked Clemson beats Boston College 89-78. I was mentioning how BYU women's basketball team, how they are playing at home looking for their first conference road, or excuse me, first conference win in the Big 12. They're leading Cincinnati at the half, 38-26. to Other uh, Big 12 games, uh, Big 12 women's games going on right now. Excuse me, all of them are final except for one. There's only one game that's coming up later tonight, Oklahoma State playing at Kansas. Fourth-ranked Baylor loses at Iowa State, 66-63. to uh, Other games, 10th-ranked Texas loses at 12th-ranked Kansas State, uh, 61-58. West Virginia, 24th-ranked team in the nation, beats UCF 76-59 to down in Orlando, of course, before the game was played between BYU and UCF. Uh, the men's team's playing. Oklahoma beats Texas Tech 73-55, and also Houston beats TCU 77-66. That is going to do it for my portion of Cougar Post Game Live. Coach Pope is coming up with Greg and Mark down in Orlando, Florida. BYU is victorious 63-58 over UCF. And everything has been heard on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Welcome back to Edition Financial Arena in Orlando, Florida, site of BYU's inaugural Big 12 victory. BYU 63 and UCF 58 is our final score. BYU led at the break, and that lead held up for the win. BYU led by two at halftime, won the second half by three to win it by five, and BYU head coach Mark Pope has popped on the headset here on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. They're all great, but, man, this had to be a particularly rewarding way to get Big 12 win number one. That was How so much fun, fun was this, Jim? That was great. What? Fun. It was really fun. Like, I, I'm, 
you know, of course, like I said in the in the print media post game, it just is. It's really really fun to play in environments like this. And this is not a big gym, but man, it had really good juice and. The fans were into it, and it was, you know, it felt like it was a full house, and it was pretty special. You know, there were points in this game, and this was a really tight game throughout, where I could see a smile on your face. I could see you even conversing with the official. It almost felt like you were saying, how much fun is this, almost, yeah, in a way, to, like, yeah, the, the vibe. I don't yeah. know. Guys, I, I don't, you know, I, there's so many. I, I'm learning so much, but... Um, I don't know. We're really blessed to be in this league where every single game is is this in this type of environment and and against teams that are ridiculously talented. This this team, uh, you know, had a real superpower in terms of their size and their athleticism and their intensity and their ability to to guard and exert pressure and their ability to get to the rim and the free throw line and and their refusal to quit and. It just, you know, uh, clearly I'm so elated that we won, and that's why we're here is to come win games. But this is one of those games that just feels like, man, it was just such a, it was such a battle, f- you know, especially down the stretch and their fan base, uh, their crowd going insane, and it's you love it. You know, I'm a big fan of college basketball, and this felt like what you want in the best league in college basketball. And uh, as per the norm for BYU, you've got a lot of fans here as well and haven't seen BYU play in this state for how long, Greg? The last yeah. regular season away game in the state of Florida was in 1999. Wow, yeah, that's part, a long time. Part of the reason for that is you probably don't want to have to travel across the country to play yeah. a game, but you had a Baylor midweek and then have to go back home and then here to Orlando. How difficult is that to manage that that kind knowing how important these games are? Well, we were it was something we were really paying attention to. We spent a lot of time talking to the staff just especially just starting over to and all the things that come with that and playing really hard and we felt like we you know had a really good performance at Baylor. We just couldn't win the game. They just they just outplayed us down the stretch. Just were better than us uh in those you know last 7 minutes and and um and there's a huge emotional investment, and then there's there's the challenge of travel. Like travel is real, right? And and going to Baylor and home, and then here, and, um, and, and so all of that takes a little bit of toll. I got a ton of tough confidence in our guys that are going to come play, but we were, uh, you know, interestingly enough, I felt like we were a little emotionally tight uh, to start this game, and credit UCF for for some of that impact, but. Um, you know, it's, it's something we're going to get accustomed to and, and get to learn. You know, we, we um, you know, this is uh, it's, it's pretty fun learning, steep learning curve for us. I want to throw a number at you that kind of reflects the battle in this BYU team. This is a long and physical UCF squad. They do so much work around the rim. And, and the number I get on layups right now is 9 for 25 for UCF. Yeah. There was so much contest. There was so much want to download and not give yeah. up anything truly easy at the rim. That's, that's yeah. a great number. And, and we, you know, it's, it's, it's what they are. I mean, this is what their team is. Their team is built on defense. They're a top 25 defensive team and intensity and heart and length and physical athleticism. And, and, um, and then a couple guys that are terrific playmakers, and, and that proved to be exactly true. Uh, especially down the stretch. Uh, there were a couple of times where I felt like our whole team got swallowed up on the offensive glass. Uh, but there were also guys that rose up and made huge plays. Noel Waterman had an impact on the glass. Ali came up with a massive defensive rebound. Trevin came up with a really, really big defensive rebound. And and uh, our guys were really focusing on verticality. You know, we're, we're learning, um, you know, we're learning this whistle 
we just have to learn it. It's, it. It is clearly a learning process for us. And, um, you know, we, we, we got down to five keys that we we're really trying to f- focus on in terms of managing this whistle better this game. Really six because there's one bench key that we really worked on. And and um, we still, you know, we're down 33 to 13 from the free throw line. And, and, and that's we're going to get great at this. But this one kind of hit us a little bit blind. Um, uh, where we, I, I had done a, probably not as great a job anticipating this particular issue as well as we need to. So we're, we're, we're learning on the fly, but we'll make progress. You did turn six offensive rebounds into 12 second chance points. You'll take that ratio every day. Yeah. And they turned their 17 offensive rebounds into only nine points. Yeah. It wasn't a guinea yeah. they would score on the stick back. Yeah, and, and that's, that's really important for us. And, and um, you know, the guys uh, executed just well enough in, that, in those two spaces. All right, we'll take a break. We'll continue with Coach Mark Pope concluding comments with the coach. BYU defeats UCF for its inaugural Big 12 win, 63-58 in a grinder today in Orlando. Back with the coach after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, BYU 63 and UCF 58 as the Cougars win their first ever Big 12 game, taking down the team that took down the number three team in the country just three days ago. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, head coach Mark Pope on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Ali Khalifa had topped out at nine points for his BYU scoring high before today. Ali goes for 17, adding four rebounds, a couple block shots, and, and, and the fans who are still here in this building gave Ali a nice round of applause as he just made his way toward them here a few moments ago. What a big day for Ali, and you really needed it. Uh, well, you needed what he did today. It's so funny. We, we, were, uh, we were joking about Ali in practice two days ago. We were joking about him dunking, and he was like, nah, I'm going to save for the game, and everybody kind of laughed. Everyone was like, whatever. And so we drew up the, the, the rifle fake handoff, right? And first of all, he got it outside the three-point line, which I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to get to the rim. And, and I was the most surprised person. He just went up and said, yep, let me handle my business. And we thought uh, he was going to get a three-point play out of it, actually. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And, um, you know, it's, he, I said this in the print media, but um, I don't know if I've ever had a, pl- a player that expands the floor more than Ali does the way he does it because it's not just shooting. And it's not just shooting at the five, which has a way bigger impact on the game than it shooting of the two or three but it's also as we've talked about his ability to expand our offense by 30 percent where the late cuts are always real you have to guard him and uh he was great tonight and you know the problem i have now is he's going to start insisting that he gets at least 10 threes a game so <laughs> well coach i mean you you've had a couple games now and and in two of them you had the almost a double digit lead in the second half those you lost those games you have that same thing tonight it got close but what was the difference in in pulling this one out and getting your first W. Yeah, uh, you know, listen, it's 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 it comes down to a lot of things. Um, it comes out to individual efforts. For us tonight, it came down to just finding a way to have some life on the defensive glass and make a couple of free throws and and be a nut, be aggressive enough. You know, we had a conversation about uh, you know, do we want to milk the clock or do we want to go? And it's like we got to go. We've got to go attack on offense. We have to be on attack because when we're on our heels, we're just not very good. It's not the way we play. And, and um, 
So, you know, we had some unique lineups in there. We're, we're, you know, this is the first night, really, that we've played some some semblance of extended minutes with Richie at the three, and he helped us. Um, and so, you know, we're going to keep figuring things out and, 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 and kind of get more and more comfortable with But I thought our guys just, you know, it was just a, you know, we talked about it in, before we came out on the floor to start the game that sometimes this, in fact, I'll tell the story. Uh, so um, Coach Finnell's uh, oldest son, Ezra, is um, doing jujitsu. To, and uh, he shared with our guys um, last night at the Mood video, he shared a, a quick clip of, of Ezra, who's one of the finest kids in the world. He's such a special young man. So he's, on, he's, he's basically almost panned on the jiu-jitsu mat, and just out of sheer will, he just fights his way uh, to, to kind of get in a commanding space. And sometimes the game comes down to that. And that was the message last night. It was the message right before we came on the floor. Sometimes it's just, guys, it's just got to be, you know, you get through all the practices and the schemes and the X's and O's and the nutrition and the psychology and all the stuff. And then, you know, that last 1 or 10 or 50% is just sheer will and guts. And you saw two teams on the court right now, uh, two teams on the court tonight that were just sheer guts and will, and, and our guys pulled it out. And it's pretty fun. Yeah, you're almost pinned. It's a one-point game. There's two minutes to go, and UCF did not score yep. in the final two minutes. Yep. It's a layup missed. It's a layup missed. It's a three-point contest, and it was just grinded all the way to the Guys end. were able to, you know, for the first two minutes of the entire game, we're able to do it without fouling for the most part. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep getting better at that. But, uh, you know, super, super fun night and, and really proud of our guys. All right, so you are back home, and uh, Iowa State will be at your place on Tuesday night. Yeah, so glad that this schedule gets easier, right? <laughs> I mean, we take a breather here. Yeah. Soft spot. With yeah. Iowa State and then Texas Tech on the road, you know. Uh, but you wouldn't want it any, any other no, way. No, it's just like um, I love – our guys are loving this. Like, I'm telling you guys, this is Central Florida. And, and with all due respect to Central Florida, this has never been known as a hotbed for environment. And it was – it was so awesome in this gym tonight, courtesy of our BYU fans and the Central Florida fans that were on fire with the, you know, with these guys just taking down Kansas a couple nights ago. And um, th- this is what you, you know, a physical, athletic, huge, uh, passionate team like we just played, playing them on the road, down the stretch, coming away with a win, just the ugly way that you do it, which is ugly, beautiful. Um, how fun is this league? And congratulations to you on career BYU career win number 100. You tied the great Stan Watts for the third fastest to 100 wins at BYU, and that's a big milestone. Many more to come, but that's a big number. I'm glad you hit it today this way. Yeah, I mean, listen, come on. If you can be uttered in the same sense as Stan Watts, uh, that doesn't – I don't – I don't belong there, but I'm going to take it because you said it. So let's run with that. Congrats again to you and the guys. Great way to get win number one, and we'll see you back in town. Thanks, guys. Let's go. All right, that is Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
All right, uh, great chatting with uh, head coach Mark Pope. Before him, Richie Saunders. Going to wrap it up here on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show and say so long from Orlando by getting you our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. We hit on the offensive rebound second chance point scenario and how that kind of factored into BYU's win here today, 63-58 over UCF. So I'll go somewhere different for the valuable stat of the game. How about bench scoring? BYU kept UCF without a bench field goal in this game. BYU outscored the UCF reserves 17-1. to And I think at halftime, BYU had only maybe four bench points, and so 13 coming after the break. That's when Jackson Robinson got, got, got going a bit. And so uh, credit the BYU bench for their efforts in helping the Cougs to the win today. 63-58 on 17-1 to bench scoring. A lot of uh, Knights had to play a lot of minutes. Uh, Shamari Allen played 33. Darius Johnson almost 39. Uh, Jalen Sellers 37. BYU was able to get a few more guys on the floor and get solid contributions from them on the way to the five-point win. All right, that will do it for today. Let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio. James Finlayson and Derek Dungan, our control board operators. Maya Tippett's our studio editor. Terry South, our coordinating producer. And Cleon Wall, our scoreboard host. Barry Squires, our engineer. Thanks on the operations side of things. Clark Jackman and Sean Sean O'Neill as well. We appreciate BYU Basketball Media Relations Director, Comms Director Tyson Jex for his assistance, and also Ken Landis on the UCF side for helping us get with Coach Johnny Dawkins in the pregame. Coach Johnny Dawkins in pregame, Coach Mark Pope pre- and postgame, and Richie Saunders postgame as well. And for my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU wins it by 5, 63-58. So, good day and so long from Orlando.